2: This is a podcast from Minute Media. So then I said, What even are walking shorts? Oh, hey, everybody. Sorry about that. Um, This is Take the Black. Uh, the Weekly Shower, myself and Daniel Roman, both editors supreme of winterscoming.net, talk all things sci-fi, fantasy, space lasers, dinosaurs, wizards, dragons, all that kind of crap. And uh, we are here today with you to give our opinions on things. Daniel, how are you yes. doing? I
1: am doing, you know, I'm a little frazzled today, a little more frazzled than usual. <laughs> um we had plans we had plans for this show and then the news cycle caught up with us and totally changed all our plans about like three hours ago so i'm doing great because you know there's exciting stuff afoot but it's it feels like it's been a mad rush of an afternoon
2: it had how are you you how are you today i feel pretty good i feel like a solid seven and a half um hey christian hey john as john says i have because i agree the flyaways gave your frazzle away Looking it's a bit true. disheveled there, Daniel. Was it <laughs> you know what? We have <laughs> yeah. to um earn was our it. Or was it
1: intentional? It's He's true. trying a new
2: thing, everybody. He's trying a new thing. But um, yeah, that's right. We, we actually had a whole different show planned for you that we'll probably save um for another day because it's more um, evergreen. But then there's a thing called CinemaCon on where a lot of movie studios, TV studio streamers come to announce their new wares to talk to them uh, to, to just kind of reveal them to industry types. I'm sorry, uh, Daniel, I, I didn't want you to be, feel self-conscious, but um, if you want to push that strain back, that's just that—that that, that is your option. Yeah,
1: I—it's for Julie. I did it for Julie, so I look less disheveled. So we're good. Cool. CinemaCon.
2: Wait, what's what's the deal, CinemaCon? Yeah. What's it about? So CinemaCon is this um, yearly event. I, I guess I don't really know about it, where, um, yep, you know, studios and streamers come to talk to industry insiders, theater chain owners, executives in the movie biz and just kind of reveal what they have coming up. And just the press of news from that was so huge that we just said, yeah, eh, let's just put this thing that we were going to talk about on on hold and do that later and basically i think this episode is going to be one giant lightning round it's going to be us just uh shotgunning a lot of the news coming out of this event and um we're going to give you all our opinions we're going to ask your opinions we're going to have a a a, a dialogue about what's going on in the world of entertainment yes. tv movies and all that and julie um i'm sorry about your car and we'll try to entertain you for as long as we can okay so yes. Here is some of the hot breaking TV movie nerdy news coming out of Cinemacon. Daniel, I'll just start. And this is not an official, it's not an official lightning round. There's no limit on this time. Just gonna be like there's a no rapid buzzer. fire. No, there's no buzzer until later. It's just gonna be a uh, lightning round like. Okay, so first up, yes. Daniel, are do you care about Avatar, the movie full of tall blue aliens? And um, Sigourney Weaver, who can survive her magic tree death. Are you into Avatar? Did you watch Avatar?
1: So I can't, I can't lie. I can't lie. I hear the humor in your voice and I I can't lie. I kind of love Avatar. It might be, it's one of my top five favorite movies of all time. So, which I don't know what the other four are, but I know Avatar would be in there. Sure. Um, So, yeah, I, I mean, I I'm old enough that I remember when the original one came out in theaters and it was very exciting. <laughs> I went and saw it like four times with the glasses. Damn. Um, hey there, Lord Crackhead. I see you in the chat. Yeah. So I'm very excited about about Avatar and we got some news about it today, which it, it's almost hard to, to totally trust Avatar news because like this sequel... So the Avatar movie has been in the works since like 2009. And it is now 2022. So yeah, I mean, the, the big news here is they showed the first footage from Avatar 2. It is called Avatar The Way of Water. Way of I think that's some concept art that, that we have up there in the background. Apparently, We gotta it's do very, what we can do.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's supposed so to be gorgeous. Are you excited for this? The Way of Water. I mean, sure. I mean, I saw Av- I saw it once. I didn't see it um, uh, four times. To quote my favorite, okay. uh, uh, to, to quote uh, Thirty Rock, I don't care what they say. I keep them 3D glasses, so I'll be doing that definitely. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not gonna toss those out. Those are valuable. I mean, not particularly. I feel like it, 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 it's sort of this weird series where there's this jo- there's a huge push behind it. They're gonna make four movies. And they're going to re-release the first movie in September to get us all hyped up for this December Avatar 2 release. They're really going hard. They're going this, yes. it's going to be 3D again. They're going to mm-hmm. release it in all kinds of different formats. So as many people on the planet can see it as possible. I wonder if the sequel can... Because I, I, I feel like the first one rode this hype of 3D is the next big game-changing technology that it was not. And I, I wonder if 2 will be able to equal that. But sure, I'll see it. Okay. I'm not crazy excited about it. But yeah, I blue is a good color. I don't mind it at all. It'll be fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, so that, let me let me hit you with a counterpoint here. Mm-hmm. So Avatar, I I would say it didn't only ride that 3D um the 3D hype train. It actually <laughs> is the movie that really started it. Oh, definitely. So w- when it came out, it and it's still like I feel like other studios were like, Yeah, look at Avatar doing three d. We need to do that. That's a good draw. We charge whatever three dollars more per movie ticket, but i I personally I have never seen another movie since Avatar that actually pulled off the three d the way that Avatar did. yeah, like it was very obvious because- yeah, he made the movie was made f- to be told in a three dimensional storytelling
2: way, um yeah, and there was a craze afterwards, and it petered out. So I, I, I yeah. feel like it started, the, it started the 3D craze, and the 3D craze finished sometime like in yes. 2012.
1: Yeah, we all realize BTX is better and it doesn't give you headaches. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's a fair question. Can the 3D still be as wondrous in 2022 as it was in t- 2009? I think it has a lot. I mean, it's got like 12 years of hype to live up to. So I'll get more excited when we get to see the footage, which... Um, the footage is apparently supposed to be attached to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So the the first trailer will be a- attached to that movie. And then it's supposed to surface online like a week later. So in the next week or two, we should be able to see it and judge for ourselves.
2: Yeah, Um in terms of hype, I give it a six. And as our favorite YouTube commenter, Lord crack at 33 says, I still have mine too. I keep them 3d glasses. All right. Um, shall we? Okay. <laughs> so next story. On yeah. the okay. Uh, Kevin yeah. So, Feige, so, sorry. Sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, no. I want to, I want to hear you talk about this one. So I'm going to pitch it your way. All right. Uh, Kevin Feige, the, the Marvel cinematic universe mastermind says the MCU has stuff planned through 2032 and he was heading straight from CinemaCon to a creative retreat to work on planning the next 10 years of marvel stuff and dan i know you love the marvel stuff how do you feel about like this it. announcement
2: i don't know why i became yeah. like the grouch in my life like the grouchiest person i knew <laughs> but it it, it 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 happened at some point um, I'm not surprised. I mean, of course, uh, of, of yeah. course, they're going to plan ten years in advance for Marvel movies. Of course, they're going to go to that retreat and um, plan, you know, Black Panther five, Wakanda sometimes. Like, of 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 of, of <laughs> course, they're going to, um, nice. you know, plan Captain Marvel seven. I don't have a pun for that one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. Um, they're always good. I've talked about Marvel so much, I feel like I don't have much to to, to really add. Um, not surprising good for them yeah make that money kevin feige put i don't know yeah put um put guardians of the galaxy 4 in 3d that could be fun
1: yeah i mean i'm not surprised either i i kind of figured they already had way far out after phase 4 planned anyway because like the last phase 4 movie that is technically slated is ant-man and the wasp quantumania which is late 2023 i think yeah. Oh. And so, yeah, that's already next year. And they announced that back in like 2020. So they're due to announce a bunch of other stuff. I think uh, obviously if they don't do it this year, they're going to do it next year. Announce whatever phase five through we'll seven more. We'll or more. who knows what. We'll hear more. Um, but yeah, I'm not too surprised by that. I mean, they basically Marvel's got us now, guys. Marvel, they're going to be making movies for our grandchildren's grandchildren and no one gets a, a say. That that's the reality we live in.
2: I wonder, do you think they can run out of material eventually? I mean, there are a finite number of Marvel comics in, in existence. Eventually they will at least run out of good ones. Cause there's a lot of chaff in comics. Um, yes. And then by the time of our grandparents, grandchildren's grandchildren, grandchildren, they might run out of them. Period. Oh, terrifying. They might. Thought. I mean,
1: I guess the question will be, can then they'll be into a race of can the comics keep up? Can we keep making comics so we can keep making comic book movies? Cause which they're already, I, I don't want to say they're already there. There's, you know, there's like 50 years of comics for them to draw nice. from. There's plenty of stuff they haven't tapped yet, but they are doing a lot of movies and shows based on characters made in the past 10 years. So I do think or obscure. Ones. Will Moon Knight. Prophetic. Hey, Moon Knight's awesome. Okay, I like Moon Knight, but, but it's, no, like, it's not He's light. pretty obscure.
2: Yeah, he's got to be like, you know, top 500 greatest superheroes ever. Um, as MC, yeah. <laughs> as John says, MC takes on the Iliad. Is that Marvel? Sure. Uh, but, you know, Marvel has probably done an Iliad comic at some point. And as Julie says, there won't be movies then. Ooh, how intriguing, Julie. Do you think um, there will be some kind of replacement? Or do you think society will have crumbled? It will all be going back to... Um, puppet shows on the cave walls. Either way, I'm here for it. All right. Um Daniel speaking of superheroes and Marvel crap and all that stuff. They showed off a scissor reel for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Black Panther 2, where we got yes. Nakia, Shuri and Okoye all on the front line of like a major battle. Excited for Black Panther 2 Wakanda yes. Forever?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I loved the first Black Panther. I think of the so it's sad obviously because of what happened with Chadwick Boseman who played um Prince King T'Challa, he passed away. It's been an interesting movie to kind of watch the production cycle on because obviously they weren't planning for that. They kind of had to presumably reorder the whole movie. Um, I think, yeah. you know, because Black Panther as well was, I, I don't, do you remember if it won an Oscar? It, it either won an Oscar or it was nominated for an Oscar. It was it, definitely nominated. It was like I don't the, think it
2: won. It, it, it didn't win Best Picture it was nominated. Yeah. For it. So it was that.
1: the first Marvel MCU movie to be nominated yeah. for an Oscar. And I think well, like because of that, because of what happened with Chadwick Boseman, there's kind of been this extra pressure of like, can they possibly follow up how good black Panther was? Um, I'm hopeful they can, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I I'm excited for it. How about you? Are you looking forward to that one?
2: Yeah. I mean, again, just, I, and I, I'm so sorry, about the, like, because visit him. I'm looking forward to it as much as I am any Marvel movie, which is to say some. Um, John is asking, (laughs) you're freaking me out. Are you okay with you side an intruder? I'm sorry, John. I don't mean to look around. If if, if I am, I assure you it's accidental. Um, There's certainly no one here (laughs) making me do this right off screen. And as Julie says, people will be their own <laughs> movies. They'll be interacting and in then themselves. Hey, virtual reality stuff. Okay, I like it, Julie. It's a cool ass future. Yeah. All right. What is next on the CinemaCon agenda? All right. Um. Here um, is a big freaking shocker. Um. Oh yeah. The, everyone act surprised. Two is happening. Yeah. Everyone act surprised. Everyone just like take a seat. <laughs> you're gonna want to be seated for this one. And then when I tell you, you're gonna yes. can I continue. You want to be seated. Um. They're making the right. Batman Two. Robert Pattinson is in it. Matt Reeves is directing. The only weird thing about that is that it took this long to announce it.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, that, that was kind of like a given, right? Like we all knew it was coming. Um, yeah, that, that's one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, we can now say this is officially happening. And, but no one is surprised. And yeah, I think the, the most curious thing for me about the Batman 2 is how the HBO Max shows are going to fit into that. Um, Like, are they going to make it one continuous universe with the Penguin spinoff and the Arkham Asylum spinoff? Are those going to be before the Batman? Are they going to be between the movies? Um, I'm kind of curious how much creative input Matt Reeves is going to have on like the overall Batman cinematic universe they're doing.
2: You never know, right? Because because, um, those things, those cinematic universes have to, you know... They have to be entertaining, but they also have to kind of check yes. the boxes. And, and and Feige is the master of that, where he kind of just like puts the puzzle pieces just so. So I'm sure yeah. it'll be an evolving compromise, and the chief best quality will not be creativity, but flexibility, which is a kind of creativity. Yes. So I respect it; it's fine, yeah. good for it. Rock on! Got to be
1: able to and adjust it. on the fly with yeah. these things.
2: Okay, our last superhero thing until like literally two later um (laughs) they also showed you know like new trailers for the flash for aquaman 2 for shazam 2 for black adam black adam being the one where dwayne the rock johnson is you know a another uh dark gritty anti-hero and and the one guy's like heroes don't kill people and he's like i do only he'll he'll, he'll say he'll he'll someone like the rock (laughs) Uh, okay if you had to name any of those, like which one of those are you most excited for? That was The Flash, Aquaman two, Shazam two, and Black Adam. Because I'm I, I'm not talking about all four.
1: Okay, if I have, I can't lie. I'm not that excited for any of them. If I have <laughs> to pick one, What'd I mean, mean maybe Aquaman, just because Jason Momoa is awesome and he's uh, he's always entertaining. Um, sure. The Flash, I think, is the most. You know. The flash is going to be the, I'll be shocked if it's not the biggest of those because they're bringing back Michael Keaton. It's Ben and yeah. an bat swan song, um, bat song. So, and Ezra Miller's yeah, a mess. Kinda, and Ezra Miller's a mess. Oh yeah, that's right. So that one's got, it's got the force of cultural momentum behind it, but yeah, maybe Aquaman for me. How about you?
2: Probably the flash just because, um, I mean, again, I, I I'm not trying to the bits see any of them, but the, 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 the flash. Sure. Michael Keaton is Batman. Uh, I'm looking forward to all the um, Ezra Miller discourse. That'll be fun. Yeah,
1: unavoidable, unavoidable.
2: All right. Um, I, let's
1: see, I think there's there's one fun thing with those. You know, since we were just talking about the Batman and like the cinematic universes, <laughs> I so apparently in the Shazam trailer that they showed at CinemaCon, mm-hmm. he's on a date with Wonder Woman, but it's, it's, it's like it doesn't show her face. So it's it's obviously not Gal Gadot. It's someone standing in for Wonder Woman. And I feel like that's kind of what Peacemaker pulled there near the end of its series. Even though they did have Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller show up, they still had like stand-ins for Superman and Wonder Woman. And I kind of wonder if that like Easter egg, almost kind of ridiculous nods to the other heroes is the way that DC is looking to go more to make things feel interconnected. Oh yeah,
2: but. sure. It's definitely not a lack of organization <laughs> and an inability to coordinate schedules and get actors. You actually want to have on screen on screen. It's a, it's an artistic choice. That's it's what it a,
1: is. Absolutely. It's a long-term strategy for success. They can't pay Gal Gadot to stop by every time they want a cameo. She's busy.
2: Never a, uh, a tribute to maliciousness. What can be adequately explained by incompetence. It is a motto to live by. And it also applies to this. She's not there because I just couldn't get her. It didn't work out. And things work out because they're not good. All right? Because they're not Marvel.
1: Yeah. Touche. Touche. And um,
2: Julie well, we'll is gone. see what so Thank you, Julie. DC. We always love having you around. And as Christian says, they're all DC. So I'm not looking forward to any of them, which, you know, fair. Um, okay. Yeah. Moving on. Now, he, he, here's one. Uh, here's the first look yeah. at Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn. So we're barely getting away from superheroes uh, as Barbie barely. in the Barbie movie. She's a Barbie girl in a Barbie world and a little <laughs> pink car and a little blonde hair. I'll take this question. Why did you put it, this on yeah. here? Uh,
1: well, because she's plays Harley Quinn. She plays Harley Quinn. Okay. So okay, I okay, figured okay. it's a fair game to at least say, this is a thing that's happening. Um, and I just think the casting's kind of hilarious, like because they cast Harley Quinn as Barbie, like, I'm hoping that means they have some. I'm not going to see this movie, obviously, but yeah, they'll have some kind of commentary. I don't know what. I can't decide if it's terrifying yeah. or not. So there you go. Have fun wondering about that. Cool. They are faithful watchers.
2: I'll just say it. I'm more interested in this than I am in any of that DC stuff. At 100%. I'll see a movie. I liked um, the director did the, Little Women movie, the, did the Little Women movie that I liked a lot. Ah, that was good. I didn't realize and, that. I mean, Margot Robbie is just very, very good. I mean, I think she looks oh, like yeah. she's just like a small blonde woman. Of course she can play Barbie. Why not? And she's like, she's just like be great. the popular small blonde woman of the moment. Who's had like all the parts in the past several years. Did you see her in I, Tanya? She was fantastic as Tanya Harding. She was really, really good. She's good in general. I'll watch yeah. her anything.
1: Yeah. She's, she's going to be good no matter what she's in. Right. Totally. There's just, there's like no doubt. She's one of those actors where it's like, okay. She's in it. At least there'll be good acting. I'll
2: Kinda see that. of like that Oscar Is Isaac. Flash? Yes. Kind of like Oscar. Damn, that guy's good. As Astia yeah. Azadebe says, we should consider doing an Instagram live stream. Not a bad idea. We will look into expansion, Ostia. Yeah. I appreciate it. And yeah, some love from Margarabi in the chat. Why not? Margarabi's great. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah she's it.
1: great fun. She's going to be good in it. All right. So here's another one. Here, I, we didn't really get away from superheroes. We will just a tiny bit at some point, but hey, that's, that's where things are at in the industry right now, I guess. Um, so across the spider verse part two is now called beyond the spider verse and it's due out in the spring of 2024. Um, they showed the first like 20 minutes of across the spider verse part one at this and announced this title change. So how do you feel about the whole spider verse stuff, Dan?
2: I liked the first movie. I feel like I would like it a little more if it were an original movie. I don't know. I've just had superheroes, but yeah, it was good. I don't like that they're doing a two part thing. We're we'll to that a little later. I feel like people reflexively do that. Whenever I hear you're splitting a movie into two parts, my thought immediately is I'm shell shocked from The Hobbit still all these years later. But <laughs> I just assume yeah. you're, it, it's a bad call and you're doing it for money. Um, yeah. I'm sure it'll be good. The first one's really good and and Phil Lord Christopher Miller are good but again it's like it's it's I don't know it's a superhero thing I'm sure it'll be nice
1: yeah yeah I I totally agree with you about the two-part thing I I feel like once in a very great while I'm like mm-hmm. okay I can understand Dune, why like, it kind of made sense I can understand that one maybe why you did this but even Dune even Dune it was great but it fundamentally changes something about like the arc of the of the story to split yeah. it in half like that so like that was kind of my issue with the Hunger Games movie. They they split the last book into two movies and it felt like it. one was all build-up, one was all climax. So I hope that the Spider-Verse, I hope they have an a actual plan that makes it feel like two movies instead of they couldn't fit it in one. So here you go. Apparently there's something like 450, there's some crazy number of animated characters in this movie compared to like 40 that were in the original mm-hmm. movie. So it sounds like they upped everything quite a lot. Cool. We'll yeah, see. watch it.
2: It was a good movie. <clears throat> yeah, okay. it was. It, I, it
1: one of the better Spider-Man movies.
2: For yes, sure. I agree with that. Um, we will get with superheroes eventually. I swear to you. There's new Venom and there's new Ghostbusters on the way. Are you are 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 you bored? Are you excited, Daniel? More Venom, more uh, Ghostbusters.
1: Uh, I, I'm one of those two words. I'll leave it up to anyone to guess which one. Uh, you know, I enjoyed Venom. I I'm a huge Venom fan. I've always loved Venom from the comics. He's goo. I, yeah, I expected to hate the first Venom movie because I was really biased against Sony's like villain universe. Cause it sure. just seems dumb to me. Can't imagine why. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I really enjoyed the first Venom. I thought it was great. And the second one, I didn't like quite as much, but enough that I would give it a chance. I'll definitely watch it. I think Tom Hardy is that's a role where it's like you're doing the best job anyone's done. Like we only have toe grace to compare him to from Spider-Man three, <laughs> but he's doing a really great job as Eddie Brock and venom um, ghostbusters. Yeah. I I could really care less. How about, what yeah, are your thoughts too. on these?
2: Whatever to both um, Christian has a good <laughs> point. Yeah. I did think that Avengers endgame, game Infinity War endgame end game that felt right. Cause those are both two full moves. Oh yeah. I've had like rising totally. action and then climax. That felt fine. Also, I don't know if it was just me. I didn't realize they were going to be like a proper part one, part two until I watched it. Although maybe oh, I was supposed to. That must have been know. crazy. That was nuts. Oh, the, to me, the high point of the entire MCU is everyone dying at the end of Infinity War. That was some good stuff. Yeah. Only marred oh, totally. slightly by the fact that we all knew it wouldn't last. But other than that, hmm, aces.
1: Yeah. I Yeah, I think that's the perfect example of when a part one and part two is totally justify like they feel like different movies
2: yes they do as john asked what cinematic body could ban ghostbusters i mean the first one's a good movie i don't know i feel like the the the, the more everything after the first one hasn't really excited me that much but you know it's funny cats and dogs living together it's a, it's it, 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 it's a good movie um yeah all right y- yeah um okay yeah this one more superhero <laughs> thing and then we're done i swear um okay Mm-mm-mm. daniel Bad Bunny will star as El Muerto in the next of Sony's Spider-Man villain movies. How big a fan of Bad Bunny are you? And how much are you looking forward to him as a superhero, anti-hero, El Muerto? You know that he's like an anti-hero. He's like a gritty anti-hero <sighs> who kind of he is out in his own and Does kill? doesn't play by rules. Yeah. Have we seen that before? Is that new? I feel like we haven't seen that before.
1: We definitely haven't talked about any of those, not even on this podcast, for <laughs> sure. Totally original. Um, I so to start, I did not know who Bad Bunny was. I'll be straight about that. So that I'm being introduced to him through this. I, it seems like he's good in Bullet Train, which is the other movie that he has coming up um, with Brad Pitt. Heard good things about that from the people who saw a glimpse of it at CinemaCon. I just I wish I could have a conversation with whoever makes the calls at Sony about which of (laughs) Spider-Man's villains they are deciding to do movies for. Cause like Venom totally get it. Like Venom is one of Spider-Man's biggest villains. Yeah. Venom has had his own comics at times. Like Mm -hmm. it's super justifiable to give Venom his own movies. Morbius and El Muerto. Like, I just, I don't understand spider-man has such a huge rogues gallery i this is going to turn into a rant
2: we can stop me at any oh, yeah, point that's okay i'll I'm just baffled. Uh, sit back just go ahead well, yeah. well who would you choose then if you were in charge of sony and you had to make a Spider-Man um, movie? who would you pick i
1: mean it, they've already done a lot of good ones in the traditional movies so like doc ock is an obvious one but they've already done it so i can understand why they didn't i would love to see them do someone like scorpion who they had show up in Spider-Man Homecoming, but we never saw him actually become Scorpion. Mac, Mac Gargan Gray. is the, the character's name. He that's has a Gargan. really cool backstory where he, J. Jonah Jameson, who runs the Daily Bugle, basically uh-huh. enlists him to help foil Spider-Man. So he, he gets him the Scorpion suit. I'm not saying that's the best one. I... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, off the top of my head, I think Craven is not a bad choice. Although again, it's hard to picture yeah, they what they are doing. Craven, they are doing that. It's hard to picture what Craven would look like without Spider-Man. I, I think, you know, the, <laughs> I, I just, for some reason, like the, a lizard standalone movie popped in my head where he's like caring for all his baby lizards and stuff. Aww. Um, yeah, so I I don't know off the top of my head. Now I'm gonna think about this. This is gonna turn into an article of what villains Sony should have done instead of El Muerto because sure, I had never even heard of El Muerto, and I'm a big Spider-Man like nor had you heard of Bad Bunny. It,
2: right? I it was. I'd heard of it's Bad just Bunny. not for me this movie. I'd like heard the name because it was in some like commercial about credit cards, and the teenager was like. I want to see Bad Bunny, but I don't have the cash. But the credit card can help me. And I was like, "Oh, it's a yeah. cool, it's a cool thing everyone's doing." But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, let's see. As John says, he thought Rhino was incoming. Would have loved to see Paul Giamatti in his yeah. own movie. And Lord Crackhead Thirty Three, best in the business, says he's a big Tom Hardy fan. So he'll watch pretty much anything he's in. But yeah, I'm not jumping a bit for more Venom. he's on the other hand, can't wait for. Yeah, Tom Hardy is good. I'm not saying Tom, Tom Hardy definitely has his tits. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen the Venom movies, so I really can't talk much. Okay, final thing. It's not even superhero related. This is for you, Uh, Daniel. Here's the first poster for John Wick. Chapter four. Check it out. What do you think of that? Can't read. Yeah. Gun is angry at you.
1: It's happening. Will he be avenging another dog? We'll find out. But either way, it's going to be fun. Does he
2: avenge a dog every movie?
1: No. No, it's really the first one, although okay. I'm pretty sure there, if I remember right, there is a dog in the second one, but it does not suffer the same fate. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, the John Wick movies, I think the first one was my favorite, like, it, but they've never really been bad. Like, they're always still entertaining. It's going to be fun. And Keanu, really? like, it's Keanu Reeves as a master assassin killing a bunch of people. And anytime anyone says his name, the room gets quiet. It's one of those movies. Um, Are you going to watch
2: that when it comes out? Yeah. I mean, this is one of my uh, holes in my cinematic education. I really haven't watched the John Wick movies, even though everyone said they're wonderful and I really should. Um, I'll do it. I got to do it. I just got to do it.
1: Yeah. They're definitely, I only watched them recently. They're definitely worth the time. Like they're fun. They're, they're fun movies, especially the first one. They don't take yeah, Corey, themselves
2: too seriously. Love that. Uh, Corey Smith, a uh, wick writer, when he reviewed John wick three, said it was the best movie ever created sincerely. So they come highly recommended.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a stance. I don't know that. I, I mean, we were talking about avatar earlier, uh, but yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> if, if I respect the opinion,
2: as John Zeker said, wicks cat is dead. He's going to find the people responsible. I know you didn't always really say people, John, but I'm trying to keep this PG 13. Yeah. That'd be fun. Oh, oh like man. Every movie could kill a different pet. Like his parakeet's dead. John wick five. His jordle's dead. John wick six.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess that would become like, what, what's the next. Do you think that would cause problem? like, would people stop? going they'd be like oh john wick that movie just kills pets every time
2: it depends if they're good i mean if you kill john wick's snake and he goes on a completely awesome rampage that i think is you know totally rock on hard and it's great um i'll see it whatever
1: yeah yeah and then he starts getting
2: bigger and bigger animals so they won't be killed like by the end he's like (laughs) killing his siberian tiger but it still somehow managed to do it
1: not or by the end the siberian tiger goes on a killing spree with him
2: John Boom. Wick dies and then John Wick's cat goes around was like clawing the eyes out of gangsters. That would also be great. This That's is great. right. This is wonderful.
1: Call us movie studios. We've got you covered. I don't know who does John Wick, but they they, they should listen to this episode.
2: But wait, Craig asks, what are we worried about most in regards to the upcoming new show? Craig, what show do you mean? I'm going to guess you mean House of the Dragons. is a Game of Thrones uh, based podcast, but I think it's um, just uh, let me know and, and we can discuss it. I agree. That's a good movie. Yeah. I would watch that killer cat movie. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of what we would watch and what I haven't watched, what are we watching now that we're finally out of the news hole and <laughs> Craig says, duh. Well, I mean, Craig, <laughs> we talk about a lot hole. of different shows. We talk about uh, a, a, a a lot of different movies and TV shows on, on this podcast, but I get it. Yeah. Um, and we got more stuff to cover, but let's give our like 30 second opinions on that. I'm most worried that um, the show will just take the wrong approach to the material, I guess, and be written in a sloppy way that doesn't kind of uh, impart the gravity that I want to see out of my uh, dragon riding family tragedy war story. I mean, it's bad. (laughs) It's basically my answer to that. Yeah. How about you, Daniel?
1: That's fair. Um, I think the thing I'm most worried about, about house of the dragon is that the characters won't be as memorable as the characters from Game of Thrones. Mm, I think that is one. one of its biggest. To me, that feels like one of its bit. Like, can the Beesburys and and whatever these other houses be as memorable as like the Starks were in Game of Thrones? And I don't know the
2: answer to that. August twenty first, we'll find out. We'll find yeah. out. August. Okay. So, Daniel, 21st. what are you watching yes. right now? And what are you, gentle viewers, watching at the moment? What TV shows, what movies, anything you want to talk about? Daniel, hit me.
1: Yeah, hit us up with it. Um, so I and you know it's Cinemacon, so it's been a lot of movie talk this week. I went to the movies this past weekend because it feels like this is one of the first really weekends in recent memory. Where there have been a bunch of really good movies headlining yeah. at the movie theaters, and none of them are superhero movies. Not one. Um, the Northman so, yeah, looks it, really good. The Northman looks awesome. And I didn't realize it's Robert Eggers who did The Witch, mm-hmm. which I loved The Witch. The lighthouse, I thought that yeah. movie was fantastic. Yeah. I saw The
2: Lighthouse. Uh, so, was, uh, <laughs> it was very stark.
1: Yeah, th- that sounds right for his style. Mm. Very stark. Um, so I did not see The Northman. Sorry, psych. I'm hopefully going to see it this weekend. There's also The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talents, which is the Nicolas Cage movie where he plays himself. My goal is to see both of those movies before our next show. But the one I saw this weekend was Everything Everywhere All at Once, starring Michelle Yeoh. And it is hard to describe. It's like a mind-bending alternate reality crazy act. It's just a crazy movie. She basically becomes aware of alternate realities she can link to with her mind to other versions of herself and like the creative crazy things they thought to do about like what realities might exist out there let's get really really weird with it. it was just awesome her acting was fantastic um it had i think her name is stephanie sue um she plays the girlfriend in the marvelous mrs mazel the girlfriend of mitch i think yeah 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 um the ex-husband talking about, yeah, yeah. Um, so she is michelle Yeoh's daughter sure. in the movie and she was fantastic and yeah it i almost like the less you know going into mm-hmm. it the better it's a weird movie and it's way funnier than you would
2: think that sounds great That's like a great recommendation as john says yeah. someone told me they left that movie and felt like, and felt like they had a soul cleanse and we yeah, got some that, good stuff good about the, about uh, the Northman here too. 10 times trippier than the witch, a movie I liked. Wow. Okay. They, they do That's all sound a- pretty good. And yeah, just yeah. The, 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 the great thing about them being three pretty big movies out and they're not superhero things. It does feel unique. It feels like it doesn't happen very often anymore. So I'm all for yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice. I, I saw on Twitter, like before the weekend, see Robert mm-hmm. Cargill, who is one of, he wrote Dr. Strange. He wrote the movie, the black phone that's coming out was kind of like, if you ever complain about Hollywood, not making things Mm -hmm. other than superhero movies, I challenge you to go see some of these movies that are out right now. And it is like, if you want to support these kind of movies being out, it's a good time to go see them. Um, God bless everything, everywhere, all at once that comment about it being like a soul cleanse. I would kind of second that it, it, it's like, it's one of those movies that feels cosmic and Epic but really, it's about a family um, and it's about this this family. And if they can come back together and yeah, it it was just done in such a way that felt very poignant and and really nice. So go see movies.
2: Into it. I had a friend who saw The Northman <laughs> three times because uh, of just wow. the effect they had on them. So I haven't seen it yet, but it comes recommended. a minute. And I, I, I know that Nicole didn't love it. Not for everybody, but um, oh, yeah. I like there's, the, there's stuff out there. I watched the season premiere of Barry on HBO. That's the Ooh. oh God, I always forget if it's Bill Hater or John Hader. I think it's Bill Hater. Uh the HBO, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. He's an assassin, but it's a but it's but it's kind of like a dark comedy. Always <laughs> really, really solid show was always really, really good. It's still really, really funny, still really, really dark, still really, really interesting. I'm into it. Um, have you ever watched Barry?
1: I haven't. It's one of those shows that I never even add to my like to watch list, but every yeah. single time I see a trailer, I'm like, oh, I got to watch Barry. That that does look like it's a fun time. It's, so it's, you would recommend it's fairly it's short,
2: good. too. Yes, I would. It's like half hour episodes, too. So it is a solid digestible. Um, yeah, good show. They got um, Sweet. Henry Winkler in there in kind of the third role of a lifetime he's had over the past of his long, long career as kind of a. Uh, a bit of a washed up acting coach who gets mixed up in his life. It's just a really, really solid show. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm looking for a whole new season to look forward to. Anything else, Daniel, before we get onto Mm -hmm. our actual lightning round?
1: Um, The only other... Well, there are two other things that I've been watching. Mm -hmm. One is Severance on Apple TV+, Plus, which is a very crazy kind of (laughs) trippy show. The, The premise of Severance is you go into work and splits your mind so the you that's at work doesn't remember anything from the you that's outside of work and the you outside of work doesn't remember what you did at work um it stars adam scott who was ben wyatt on parks and rec Mm -hmm. um and patricia arquette it's pretty good so far it's it's definitely attention grabbing um my partner was watching it i it's not something i actively sought out it was just on the tv and i was like "Ooh, i kind of can't look away from this um cool it feels Totally different than stuff like you would typically see on Netflix a little bit. It, it's got a really stark soundtrack. That's lots of little, little jaunty piano bits and stuff like that. So um, yeah, watching that. And then Moon Knight. Moon Knight. One okay. more episode left.
2: I watched that today. I mean, see if we here. We can play about it all the time. At least I do. I don't. I, again, I, I really don't want my hate to rub <laughs> off on anybody. But um, yeah, that was quite solid today. The, the new episode of Moon Knight where Oscar Isaacs are going on a uh, internal spiritual journey through the land of the dead to kind of uh, heal their past trauma. Um, I was kind of touched, honestly, when, uh, I mean, again, Oscar Isaac is doing really, really good work playing these two very different characters. You know what I was really confused by? That they put um, Stephen in the dark shirt and Mark in the white shirt. And I expect to be the opposite ah. way because Steven's the nice one and should be wearing the white shirt. And I kept getting yeah. that mixed up, but that's a, um, I don't know what that is, but anyway, I really enjoyed the episode a lot and was genuinely moved yeah. um, when we kind of learned the revelations about Oscar Isaac's past. I thought it got very dark for a Marvel show. We're dealing with themes of self-harm, yeah. abuse, like. And it was still tasteful. Like, they didn't show Child us anything yeah. too intense. But um, I can't recall Marvel getting grimmer than this. And I thought Oscar Isaac sold every bit of it. He's just, he's really tremendous.
1: Yeah, he feels like he's at the top of his game here. Like, this is like a dream gig in terms of the material he's getting as an actor. And he's just nailing every every scene. Yeah, it was dark. For I mean, when we get into talking about child abuse, like I can't Mm -hmm. think of another Marvel show or movie that ever came even remotely close to that. So yeah, I think, you know, I talked about this in my review of this that's up on winteriscoming.net. I feel like the show really leaned into its strengths this Mm -hmm. episode, like Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke, who was in this one a bit too, their acting has just been like next level good. And the Egyptian mythology has been cool. And they were like, Here's a whole episode of that. Don't worry about plot. We'll get there next week. Just enjoy Oscar Isaac plumbing the depths of his character. So yeah, I loved this episode.
2: Cool. And Christian, we're not quite done, but um, I, I don't think that we're going to spoil anything. Um, I think we've done a very nice job of not doing that. Um, I also say, this is not a spoiler, yeah. but like, also impress five, uh, five of six episodes in, Still no like real Marvel reference, still no real MCU reference. And I mean, like we did, sometimes I'm watching this show and I'm invested in enjoying it. And then it reminds me that it's about superheroes. Like, you know, there's some like, uh, um, <laughs> like glory shot of Oscar Isaac getting his moon night finery out. And I'm like, oh yeah, right. I forgot about that. Um, which I yeah. think is a compliment. I'm pretty sure it is yeah well it's
1: fascinating it could you know it's a this show could not be a marvel superhero show and it would be just as good like the core of what's making this show good isn't that it's a superhero show it's the psychological stuff he's going through the adventure he's on um you know the myth stuff yeah i i we i'm pretty sure and if anyone in the chat is knows better like feel free to correct me i think this was the first episode we got an MCU reference when towerette talks about the ancestral plane which is from black panther that's where t'challa goes in black panther they worship bost who's also part of the egyptian pantheon mm-hmm. but that like that's super mild and that's the only one i think they've had in the whole show so far
2: i mean that, and that's barely glancing like reference it's not like yeah, and it's not like Anthony Mackie showed up and like it gave him a lesson or anything. It, <laughs> no. it, it, that, that's very, very light. So, yeah, I'm digging it. I yeah. didn't mind. Li- I mean, you hate a list. Of this. I thought it was fine. And this one was really, really good. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do at the end. Good for you. Yeah. Moon Knight. And finally, yeah. shall we get to our actual lightning round? So we basically lightning around the news yes. earlier, the CinemaCon Let's news, and now we'll do the formal 20 seconds on the clock lightning round of other stories we couldn't get to in that long list of things we talked about earlier in the show are we ready yep
1: yes this is a formal lightning round christian formal if you can round. see we're done we're, we're done, done. No no talking moon about moon Knight. you can come Finished. back yeah let's do this i think i have to read this first one you must have opinions about this oh, yeah. who doesn't we have but i think that to right, right is that the way you seconds, have this yeah. set up yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah yes it is <laughs> good guess
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Splendid. All right. Lightning rounds. Elon Musk buys Twitter.
2: Yeah. Woo. Okay. So Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, according to Forbes and Bloomberg, has bought Twitter for over $40 billion. I mean, wow. That's impressive. Just like if you have that much money, you can just like, i just buy this company. Now, my big concern at the out front is that he says, you know, he's been saying like more free speech. I'm afraid it's going to translate to uh, more hate speech, just like less curtailment. Okay, we're done, I guess. Um, that was a talk quick about that 20 for seconds. A while, I felt like. Yeah. I, I, maybe we, it was... We're
1: all concerned.
2: <laughs> okay. But yeah, let's move on. We, we do a whole, <laughs> I could do a whole episode on that. Uh, Daniel, uh, Florence Boom. Pugh. That, that's next week's show. Well, it might be. We'll see. I doubt it. We'll just see. Kidding. Sorry. Uh, Florence Pugh will play Princess Irulan in Dune Part 2 that's cute
1: yeah I think that's a great casting yeah Um, we had heard rumblings this might be the case and now it is seemingly officially the case a production rap sheet with her name on it was going around Um, yeah I think that's an awesome cast I loved her in Black Widow and Hawkeye can't wait to see her in
2: Dune little women yeah she was great too she's great in everything she's excellent oh was she in that
1: yeah she's she's like margot robbie takes no prisoners she is
2: and i mean that okay we're done correct yeah we we, we can't go any further okay 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 Uh, okay, hit me
1: all right dan universal is splitting the wicked movie based on the musical about (laughs) the wicked witch of the west they're splitting it into two parts
2: so, we talked earlier about like sometimes this is a good thing, like Endgame and Infinity War, Dune, somewhat sometimes the bad thing, Harry Potter, The Hobbit, Hunger Games. This, this is a bad thing. Look, I've seen Wicked on stage. It ain't that long. Okay. <laughs> you could do a movie about yeah. it. This reeks of opportunism to me. And I know that there's a book, it's not the exact same thing, but like the musical people want. Yeah. Give them, the, give, give them the musical. That's pretty good. That's pretty
1: good. Yeah. Okay. I, I had thought, I've read the book, I had thoughts too, but. We'll save. We'll save them. It's a lightning round.
2: It's lightning round. Um, okay. Um, Daniel, Ayula Smart will play Avienda on The Wheel of Time season two. Who that? Yeah. So Ayula Smart
1: was in Killing Eve. Uh, she's playing Avienda, who is an Aiel spear maiden, maiden of the spear. So she is a warrior. She is extremely badass. Uh, a major character throughout the book series. So this is a major, major casting for Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. We've been waiting for this one in particular. She's one of the last big major cast members.
2: Yeah. Good for it. Hope that'll be around later now. this year. Probably, probably uh, next year early. We'll see. Yeah. yeah and and, right. and uh, yeah, Christian, you're right that the fans are going uh, good and bad responses. I mean, I think it's too early to say anything for sure, but yeah, I'm sure we'll yeah. re- revisit it at some point. It's way too
1: early to actually have an opinion on how well she'll be able. Like, we don't know. (laughs) I guess if you were a hardcore Killing Eve fan, maybe, you know, but I am not. So I I don't know what to expect. Um, But speaking of Killing Eve. Yeah. Luke Jennings, the author of the Killing Eve books, also disliked the series finale. That's
2: pretty funny, right? So okay, killing the—I yeah. haven't watched it, but the series finale aired. Everyone seemed to hate it because they killed off one of the two main characters who were the an item, and it did kind of like, even from a distance, it's like, oh, that kind of feels like *Barrier Gaze* with it, where it's like they get together and then one of them dies. And the author was like, "That's stupid. That's dumb. They shouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that." It's kind of like a George R. R. Martin got of after Game of Thrones today and said, like that was terrible, which he just not never once done. it. Use that, but um, it's funny. It's a good times. Yeah, so, a lot of fast. Task I feel like that,
1: yeah. that that buzzer that buzzer is quick today. All right. Oh, I, here you go. This one's for
2: you, I guess. Do you want to switch them? Because I could do the Star Wars one to you and then the other one to me, if you like. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's do that. OK. All right. Um, Daniel, you like Star Wars. Lucasfilm is reporting do. cutting down their Star Wars spin-off Andor about Cassie and Andor from Rogue One down from five seasons to three seasons. What do you think?
1: The thing I was most shocked about was that they were pu- reportedly planning five seasons for that show. Um, yeah he's like Damn. a relatively minor unknown character that seems crazy to me i i feel like that's a who someone woke up and made a good decision this is kind of <laughs> how i feel about that three seasons for a show about that guy is enough
2: um yeah christian timing us love it keeping us honest okay thank you christian
1: all right uh dan carol <laughs> Exits the Carol <laughs> Daryl Walking Dead spinoff, which I That's, guess just makes it a Daryl spinoff.
2: Yeah, it's it, 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 it just a Daryl. This is just funny. The Walking Dead's ending, they have like a million spinoffs in production. One of them's going to be about Carol and Daryl, played by Melissa McBride and Norman Reedus. I mean, those are popular characters. And now just one of the two halves of the show is just like, nah, I'm not going to do it. For yeah. like, I guess you can't film over in Europe where they're going to film. Oh man, there's too many spinoffs. I don't think it's gonna work. I dog. That's that's cuter. Yeah. It's pretty funny. What's the dog's yep. name again?
1: This is Remy. He's coming to crash, coming to Remy. crash the podcast. Remy. What kind of dog is he? Um he is a quirky collie mix. He's a good. collie mix. He is cute. Yeah. All right. Um, Where were we? Yeah, oh. I I think that's funny. It is funny. But I, I all right. caster
2: Okay. The final one. All right. Um, <laughs> That'd be so crazy. <laughs> yes. That would be nuts. Zendaya is Carol. I think it'd be really, really funny. Okay. Um, so. All right. On the last one. The, yeah. This is the last one. On the witness stand at the defamation trial, Johnny Depp is suing his actor i heard for. He revealed that Johnny Depp wants to make another Pirates of the Caribbean movie or wanted to before he was not allowed to because of rumors. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um...
0: Guys, I don't that
1: even situation. Know. Yeah, well, my one on the one hand, did we really need another Pirates of the Caribbean movie? Who cares? No, on the other, two. the argument. Yeah, I know he made the argument of he didn't get to send off the character properly, which is like, OK, if you were that attached to the character, you felt like there needed to be a proper ending, which I thought <sighs> we got in Pirates of the Caribbean three. Fine. No, we
2: didn't. Yeah, that thing is nuts. Oh my God! Again, I said this before. Dude, Elon Musk is a witness in that trial. Um, so is Jason. Momoa. Think about the week so that guy's is, having. Uh, that's true. Elon Musk buys Twitter on Monday.
1: Testifies in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial on Wednesday.
2: Jason Momoa will be there. Some other fuck will be there. That is a circus. I I I I feel bad leering at this personal drama, but man. It is very leerable. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. Question's right. I, I think Paul Bettany <laughs> may also be their at vision. At least you're applying. Anyway, what Wait, an eventful show. Paul Bettany's at the trial. What? What's happening? Christian said vision. And I think I might have heard that vision played by Paul Bettany was going to be a witness. Although maybe he just said vision because he slapped <laughs> his hand on the keyboard and happened to spell out the word vision. I actually don't know. Um, okay, that's fair. Either Either way, way, I'm intrigued. I mean, Elon Musk is is enough. T-stock crash like that relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was right. Thank God. (laughs) It's pretty wild. Anyway, maybe we'll cover that. God, I hope not. Or do I want to? I don't know. That's a tricky (laughs) one. What we we can guarantee, yes, is that we will be covering something every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Winner's Coming Facebook page and also the Winner's Coming YouTube page. You can also download Take the Black and podcast form wherever you get your podcasts, be it Google Play, iTunes, or elsewhere. We will be back next Wednesday with more in-expert opinions that you didn't ask for. Goodbye. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between.